God damn it, really? Hey, everybody, welcome to I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. With me, Bob Schneider, and your other host, Clint Wells. You're welcome. I can't believe it took us, I mean, we were 10 minutes into that last episode before we started lounging. And we've been lounging. Like, we discovered the lounge three episodes ago. Right. But it took us... 10 minutes into this episode before we got into the lounge position. It's because it's hard to teach a, uh, an old dog new tricks. You know, it's Dude, hard. If you have a dog that's been biting people's fingers off and then you tell the dog, hey, try these tasty nibbles instead of fingers, they're still going to go for the fingers for the first few times. And then after that, they'll be like, mm, these nibbles are so good. When you see a spider in the shower, Your next 20 showers are a heightened experience because... Dude, you're looking for spiders. Well, because you now know the horrible truth, which is that your nice, clean house can't protect you from the spider. No, there's no protection from the spiders. There's nothing you can do, baby. Why even have a house? Just go live with spiders. Live in a spider's nest. Let them them crawl on you. Live in spider town. (laughs) Live in spider town, baby. Dude, you're already living in spider town. You just don't know it. You're in denial. No, dude, it's even deeper. Check this out. Oh, you I'm are, listening so hard right now. You are a spider. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> you are. Oh shit. Dude, we just got fucking we just got Spanish cinema in this bitch. Dude, we got Spanish cinema already. We're lounging so hard. We got Spanish cinema. And I'm looking at my clock and it says four minutes and five seconds into this podcast. We got Spanish cinema, son. That's right. He right. Dude, where where do we go from here? There's nowhere to go. We'll have to, no, well, there's a... We just have to park it and we're, we're here. We're here for the rest of the episode, Spanish cinema. Or we've, you know, we get a little tack hammer and we break through, you know, the proverbial glass ceiling and we push the envelope and we create, we fucking, new, we create new space where there was no space before. The universe is expanding. We Willy Wonka out of here like a fucking goddamn glass elevator we're in a great glass elevator that's covered the only thing in that elevator that's covered in buttons what does this one do beep bop boop we shoot through the ceiling and we're in fucking outer space with willy wonka in a very tight area i might add where you can't breathe by the and a couple of us have to go potty so you know yeah that's not good but you pee into space and it immediately evaporates there's a little hole you can put your dick through and it won't freeze or burn off or anything it's magic so you sprinkle a little everlasting gobstopper on that no problem ask gene wilder he knows hey gene uh-oh he dead dude what do you think about dead people like how how weird is it when somebody's dead very weird when somebody's dead dude they're dead it's the great trade we've here's the great trade that we have made to have art and philosophy and really anything interesting that's not murder and rape which is what all of nature is except for a couple of primates Right, right. Here's the great trade. Here's why we get to have all that. Here's why we get to laugh and have irony and all of it is because we know we're going to die and we're completely confused by it and scared of it. And that's the trade. Right. So I don't, I try not to think about it too much. uh, Nova said to me the other night, she was in such a sweet mood and she goes, dad, I'm really going to miss you and mom when I grow up. Now, here's what that meant. If you're a guy like me, what I immediately heard, I'm going to die, my daughter's going to die, and everyone's going to die. 
that was the column I put that sweet moment in. And I had to keep from crying. Because if I had started crying after that, it would have scared her. And my job is to protect her. Even when she says these things that she doesn't even understand. And she said, well, can I live with you guys forever? And I was like, look, you can live with me as long as you want. The end. You live with me as long as you want to. And I said, but you know what? You may not want to live with me and mom when you get older. I think you're going to want to do your own thing. And I think you're going to want to get your own house, maybe even get married. And she looked scared. She looked like she was about to cry. And she said, I don't want any of that. I want to live with you guys forever. To which I said, right. to which I said, done. Right. You live with me forever if you want to. Your kids ever say anything weird shit like that to you? Dude, here's what I did. I fucking went to college for two years. And then after two years in college, I moved back home for a year. And guess what I did for that year? Hated my parents. Now, did they provide me with a rent-free place to lay my head at night so I wouldn't have to fucking be covered in spiders in Spidertown? Yeah. Did they ever go, hey, you can't be staying out all night long? You can't be staying out until noon every day. You can't be going out on the town until noon every day. No, they would just be like, hey, where are you going? And I'd be like, shut the fuck up. Don't ask me no fucking questions, motherfuckers. I hated them. So yeah, you don't you don't want your you don't want your kid living with you after a certain point because they will hate you for no reason. My parents didn't do anything. They just loved the fact that I was home again, and I just hated them the whole time. Well, why? But why did you hate them? Because they were asking me annoying questions like, "Where are you going? What are you doing?" They cared about me. That was annoying as fuck, dude. <laughs> they fucking cared. Oh man, I was so annoyed. I mean, yeah, you want. I don't want her to be the kind of person that needs to live at home forever. I want her to have a fulfilling and sustainable uh, autonomous existence. So there's that half of me, or that's even more than half, but there is the part of me that like, I don't want to be around anyone else. Or I don't want, I just want to be with my daughter forever. I know that sounds weird. Uh, and I have other things. I have music and friendships and goal. I have other things, like my career, my little songies. But it's just getting grayer and grayer and more and more tasteless and formless. And I just want to be with my daughter. That's all I want. The end. Oh, we haven't talked about this yet. We'll slippity slide out of bummer town over here. Um, I watched Inside. I watched the Bo Burnham special. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I found it amazing. I laughed really hard. I did feel like some of the... Um, him crying and stuff i felt like some of that was pretty contrived yeah of course which is fine he's making a thing but that came off a little heavy-handed him basically saying like i'm mentally not well and i'm trying to film myself but i'm going to break down crying and smash my camera right that didn't come across for me but the you asked uh before you said are the songs good i think the songs are really great most of them that internet everything all the time song jesus yeah. christ that's good and the, the Insta fucking uh, Instagram song, the white lady on Instagram. Oh my God. White lady on Instagram. Oh, is that a, is this heaven or is this a white yeah. woman's Instagram? <laughs> or, uh, what's the other one I really loved was, uh, I like the Jeff Bezos songs. Oh, the, uh, where he's like talking about brand, like brands. Oh, yeah. He's like, ask not, is this bugle good? But what's this bugle stand for? He goes, he goes, who are you? 
bagel bites. <laughs> he chose like the great, the most perfect little. That was one of the better ones for sure. He's such a good actor and obviously a great writer. And I, what I really loved too was the uh, the cinematography like of it. I mean, he's obviously got a great eye for all of that. The the visual effects. The way the camera would slowly come in and out, the way it can, the camera went into the camera and the mirror, all of those were really interesting shots. Well, he did that thing. He did that thing that I did, that we all did during the pandemic. Was he just started ordering? Sh- he never didn't. I mean, he had some of that equipment, but most of the most of the stuff he was using to film eighth grade was all like commercial shit. He didn't have any of that in his house, so he had to right. just start ordering it or acquiring it or figuring it out learning how to run it and do it and the thing about him he's so smart is that i'm sure i'm sh- i mean he said he worked on that thing for a year i bet he did yeah i bet he did it over and over and over and over until he got it right that's what it seemed like to me and he left some of that in where he would perform it and and get it right and then he'd be like eh, one more you know, which is, I liked that part of it because I was like, that is what it's like when you make things that people can't see. You know, when I post a video of me playing a solo on Instagram, that's not the first time I played it. Right. <laughs> you know? It appears that way. It appears very easy to do. But anyway, I was I was happy to report that everyone's praise of it didn't diminish its power. Like, you know, a lot of people in my life, you included, were very excited about that and excited for me to see it. And sometimes that can fuck up your expectations but it was as good as everyone says it is it was profound and funny and i think will i think people will watch that for a long time as a document of this time and he's just taking big shots at like woke culture and like just the absurdity of kind of where we i thought he oh, made yeah. a lot of interesting statements can about anybody that. anywhere shut the fuck up not say one thing about one thing can anybody just not say one thing about one thing for an hour? <laughs> oh my God. When he was talking about how he quit stand up comedy for five years, was that all true? Because he was having panic attacks on stage? You didn't know, yeah. So there's a great interview with him and Terry Gross on Fresh Air. You should look it up. It's so insightful and you just realize how smart this motherfucker is. But, um, yeah, he talks about so he he did two specials that were similar to Inside, Make Happy, and another one. He did the first one when he was like twenty, the second one when he was like twenty three, or maybe he wrote the first one when he was nineteen, or second one when he was twenty one or twenty two, and then he p- was performing them, and he was very he he became very famous on YouTube, and then so he started doing these shows. There were huge shows, theater shows, you know, thousands of people coming out to see him. And as he was doing these shows, he started having panic attacks on stage, which is not where you want to have a panic attack. And I've had panic attacks on stage. You have? Oh yeah. I don't have them. I don't have them very often. They've only happened a few times, but. How do you get through that? You just, it's hard. So what happens is at some point I'll be on stage. And again, it just, it's, you know, I've been in 30 years. It's happened maybe three or four times. Right. But you're on stage and all of a sudden you realize, oh, everybody's looking at me. Like you just become aware that you're on stage and everybody's looking at you, which is you just don't ever think about that when you're playing. When you're playing, you're just doing your thing and you don't, it doesn't cross your mind. But now you look out and you see people are looking at you and it's this weird thing and it's real scary and real fucked up and weird and you 
immediately your heart starts racing and and you're like, oh shit, what is, what's going on? Am I like tripping? Am I having an acid flashback or what's going on? But it's just some sort of anxiety or panic attack that happens. And then you just, after I had it a couple times, I realized, okay, it's not going to last that long. It's only going to last maybe 10 or 20 seconds. So you just got to get through it. And then yeah, it's, you, yeah. it passes. So you don't run off the stage or whatever. And luckily you've got the structure of whatever you're doing. So you're like, performing a song or singing so you just stay on track with your singing and that kind of eventually gets you off of that track and you can come back to whatever state you were in before that happened so i understand that experience now i don't know how bad his anxiety attacks were but what he did was because of those anxiety attacks he decided to to stop touring and that's when he wrote and directed eighth grade so he was like 23 or 24 years old and he was trying to make sense of those anxiety attacks and that's did you ever see eighth grade oh yeah so he fucking wrote that about that feeling of to try to work through it by doing that and then you know did that movie which was incredible and then you know according to this new inside he, he took five years off and decided he was going to start touring again right before the pandemic and hmm. of course that shut everything down you need to see Promising Young Woman. He's really good in it. I saw it. Oh, yeah. What'd you think? He's the best part of that movie. Yeah. It gets it gets really dark with him later in the film. It was really sad when things got the way they did with him. Oh, yeah. We talked about it. We talked about this movie. Spo spoiler alert. Yeah. Sorry. Whatever. Whatever the fuck. It's been out for a minute. I took my daughter to see the new horse movie, <laughs> Spirit. She loved it. That, there's another horse movie that's supposed to be really good out. This one's animated. I think it's called Spirit United, Spirit Unlimited. It's about a horse, about a girl and a horse. Yeah, but there's another horse movie that's real life people. Oh. Uh, that's supposed to be really good, but I'll never see that. You might see it. What if Scarlett wants to see it? She can go see it with her mom or she can go see it herself. I'm not going <laughs> to see a fucking movie with a fucking horse. What do I look like? Do I look, what do I look like? Hold on. You look like a dad. Hold on. Tell me what, just look into the camera and tell me what I look like. Okay, for those of you out there, if you want to see this, you can join Patreon. You look like Elton John right now. You look a queen bee. No, dude. That's I a look, queen's crown, by the way. No, here's what I look like. What I am. The motherfucking king, dude. That's a queen's crown. No, this is a king's crown. And I'm in a king's castle. Are you King Poncho? And guess what these are? The so keys. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Bob just broke his sunglasses. Oh, no, but that's cool, though. I didn't know I could do that. I'm going to pop this other lens out. Fuck these lenses. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're talking, baby. Now you look sophisticated. Now you look like Val Kilmer in the movie Real Genius. Remember that Val Kilmer movie? Look at how fucked up that lens is, dude. That's what I was looking through. Right. Well, we're doing an audio podcast now. So let's. That's let's, like when you put that up to something, you're basically. Do you know what Piss Christ is? I know what Piss Christ is. It's the Andre Serrano, the artist. Anyways, he, he did the art for two of my favorite um, Metallica albums. And the first one, which was called Load, it's his own semen. Ugh. Uh, mixed with bovine blood 
Yikes. And was very controversial at the time. And then that's how I came to know of, I believe the famous piss crisis is called like piss Christ three, where it's like a crucifix and a jar of his urine. I made some art this morning. Yeah. Did you pee in a jar and put a crucifix in it? I did more than that. I didn't, I didn't use a crucifix. I'm crucifix free, dude. You usually sort of wander from like, you'll camp out in a, in an artistic medium for a while and explore that for a while. What are you doing now? Are you doing anything different or unique? Or The art I made this morning was in the bathroom, and it was unique, but not unique. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I flushed it down the toilet. Little piece of your soul. Little piece of something I ate. Back to the confusion about death and just how profoundly afraid we are of it. Some cultures believe that every time you defecate, that that's part of you, and they keep their stool. Well, those so that when cultures they die, are, they can when they die, they can be in heaven and be complete. You know, some cultures get it right and some don't. They got it right, so they're just keeping all their poop. So they got it right, and we probably got it wrong because we're getting rid of our poop. How about all the people in the world who profit off of telling other scared people that they know the answers to life's biggest questions? Dude, how about that? How about that? And people How are so about that. People are so eager to hear some sort of answer that they're like, fuck it, I'll take that. No problem. It's amazing to me. How about Koresh saying he's Jesus, come back to earth? He gets a room full of people that believe him, starts having sex with all of them, all of the wives, all of the children. And then finally the ATF comes in and says, bang, 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 pop, 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 nighty night, bitch. Mm-hmm. But until then, Home Slice was just like, I'm Jesus. And if you say it with a straight face, you can find a few people who believe you. Yeah. And if it's olden times, sometimes that number turns from a room full to a school full to a town full to a world full. It's sad. It's so weird. I have a good friend who believes in the letter of the law of the Bible. And I'm like, what? It's one thing to like look at it like a story, like a beautiful story to learn from. It's another one to think that it's like actual facts. Yeah, like I know a lot of people who are religious who, you know, they're looking for some structure. They're looking for a place to raise their kids. They they don't really know how to explain morality without this sort of codified structure system. But really when you, when you're having a barbecue with them outside and you're having a beer and you're talking about what matters most, they're not drawing any huge fucking lines in the sand with that shit. No, no, no. Most people don't do that. No, no, There are some people who do though. And it's, it's weird. All the people that I know that are very religious. Now we never talk about it. I mean, every once in a while we take a little glance at it, but I mean, I believe in God. I believe, but I, people confuse my terminology with like some sort of Christian God or some sort of idea that God's a man or whatever. I'm just using the term as a generic term for whatever created this experience that we're having. Um, but I definitely think that there's something besides this experience. Um, it just makes sense to me. Not, and, uh, 
And if I'm right, it doesn't matter if I'm right or wrong, but it, I, at no point am I saying, oh, I, this is, this is the truth. You're not promising anyone anything and you're not grifting off of it. Right. You just have a, you have a perspective and you have a belief system and it works for you and it's interesting. I find it comforting, but I'm not, yeah. yeah, I'm not trying to profit from it. And that's what's so weird and sad, scary. It is, it is weird that you can make a living doing it. And not just a living, dude, the fucking Vatican. Make money. The Vatican is a, that's a dope living environment that those people are in. But it's that's, just how eager people that are. No Ike- ha- that, ain't, that ain't Ikea. That ain't a, you know, five guys living in a one bedroom in fucking Florence with Ikea furniture, furnishings. Color me excited. Dude, put on, my a, dream. put on a robe and give me some frankincense and myrrh. And let's get this party rolling. Oh, by the way, let's cover up fucking century of pedophilia. And before that, who knows what, dude. Dude, for a while, the church was just like rape, rape, and murder, and torture, and rape, and murder, and torture. That was the church. Well, it's a great cover. It's a great cover. I mean, you know, they, you know, in the investigations into those things, they talk about how the church would attract, attract people, predators. So because it was just the perfect cover for access to kids or access to uh, orphans access to disenfranchised people, confused people. Then you have the power of answering life's biggest questions, which is, who are we? Where do we come from? Where are we going? And ding, 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 number four, biggest question, does my suffering have cosmic value? And actually, you've you've passed all the real ones, which were A, how do I get that money? B, how do I get that? Buying, buying. And three, how do I get that? Down, down. Where do we come from? Here are, the, here are the answers, by the way. We don't know. Where are we going? We don't know. Correct. Who are we? Barely know. Almost don't know anything about it. Correct. And then number four, does your suffering have a cosmic meaning? Here's the answer to that one, I'm afraid to say. As far as we can tell, no. <laughs> Dude, suffering is a choice, by the way. Hey, a, suffering's a choice. B, suffering's a choice. Period. Do I choose A or B? Which one? Do I... <laughs> suffering's a choice, A or B. Well, it is, it's, a, it's a choice. Dude, here's the deal. If you're living on a scrap heap in India, eating bees for breakfast, and and then somebody throws you into your living environment with your lovely wife and daughter, guess what you're thinking? I just won the jackpot. Yeah, yeah. It's all perspective. But if you're like looking at fucking Keith Urban and his setup, you're like, life is fucking suffering. To suffer, to unsuffer. To Australian cowboy, to not suffer. To Australian, to not have hair plugs. To (laughs) hair plugged up. To not be Australian. To kangaroo. To not wear makeup as man. To not sing. To plastic. To plastic surgery. Up. To not understand how fucking monstrous my wife looks. Too monstrous. To too not monstrously. Monster. Too monstered up. My wife. To not understand why I should have never gotten any plastic Skin surgery. too luminescent. See through skin like wet skin. fish. Skin too bronze to not be as tight as a fucking baby's butthole. Skin mm. too look like fish. 
put makeup on Australian cowboy. <laughs> Dude, you you went from fucking author and punisher to like fucking Native American. <laughs> like Sitting up, bear. You're straight up fucking running wolf all of a sudden. Canceled. Canceled, dude. Canceled. Dude, come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. We can't, You got to be able to do fucking running wolf without getting canceled. Really? Hey, 30 year old, who wants to cancel me for doing running wolf? I guess we're not going to be going to South by Southwest this year. Dude, South by Southwest, GFY. GFY, FYI, GFY. Come on, baby. They know the deal. South by Southwest, GFY. Did you do your Saxon show yet? No, I start in June, in July. In July. Okay. This was my quest to say this to say the word July. And I headed that way. I lazily headed that way with my sentence. I'm starting in. And then I got to the J. And that's when things got a little slippery. And I just went, I'm starting Joe. Joe. And then an quickly in, I in said between place. <laughs> quickly I said July. But if you were listening, if you're if you're not studying this podcast, if you're not in school right now, dissecting every consonant, every fucking consonant of this fucking podcast, what are you doing? If you're not you fucking doing? studying this at goddamn Harvard right now, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? If you're not fucking writing down every goddamn word and then pausing it, did he say that or this? And then writing that down. What are you doing? By hand. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> if you're not transcribing every podcast by hand into a fucking scroll that is then put in a room with the other scrolls from the other episodes. What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, seriously. I agree. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Dude, if you're the president of the United States of America and you're not spending at least eight hours a day looking at transcriptions of this podcast and other podcasts that we've done in the past... What are you doing? What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? We're here to hold you accountable. Finally, someone's going Jesus to. And here we're here to Christ. ask you. We, we come up behind you like a shadow and we tap you. And you don't want to go, oh, I didn't see you there. And we go, what are you doing? I mean, at the what end. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. A, Jesus. Anyways. <laughs> so I said, Jim. And then I said July quickly, yeah. yeah. But but everybody knows what happened. Listen, I June got and July, it got slippery. June and July both start with a J. They both occur. So right does next January. To one another. Yeah, How many fucking months July, are you going to start with the word with the letter J? But June and July are right back to back, and they both only have four letters. Give yourself a break. I'm giving you permission. Right, look, here's the here's the language. Okay, here's the language called English. Okay, okay. There's Let's just say, let's just round it up. There's a million words in English, okay? A million words, okay? Okay? Okay. Okay. In the English language, there are approximately 25 words that begin with the letter J out of a million words. 25. Guess how many of those are months? Three. 
Trace. <laughs> Trace did you onions. Think of all, did you just think of all the months? <laughs> Is that what that pause was? You're like, no. January, I just won. March. No, I knew what the answer was. I did it to emphasize the importance that there are too many fucking months that begin with the letter J. There's only 12 months. There should be zero months that begin with the word J. All of it made up. <laughs> By the way, I'm just going to say the word J from now on and not the letter. Because every time I want to say the letter J, the word word comes out. Who likes to party after the show? Obviously my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this brings us to an end of uh, episode right. 201. We had a good time. We... Well, solve some problems we, we put it all together do we put it together and look we know that people are studying this podcast we know they're writing it all down we know that the great minds of our time are looking to us to solve all the problems and we get it so occasionally we like to load the show down we some of these shows are information heavy this one was this one was more educational than most I mean, more educational than all other podcasts combined, period. But even for us, where we like to bring the knowledge to your doorstep and drop it off the way fucking Amazon delivers shit to your fucking door. We deliver the knowledge to your ear holes. This one, you felt the stretch. As it was going into your ear holes, you felt the stretch of the knowledge. And what am I going to do? I'm going to sit over here and argue with any of that? No. Of course not. No. And no. and what am I going to say? You're welcome? With a question mark? No. Here's that question mark. Bye-bye. Bye. And here's what's in place of the question mark. Period.